Welcome back, Nick and Bean Pod, week 10 of the 2023 NFL season. It's good to be here, Rome. What's happening, brother? Nick, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Half the season gone, half the season to go. We're over 500. Prop God is well over 500. Uh, keep rocking with the Nick and B podcast. We're going to make some cash. Let's do it, Rome. Good to see you, brother. Everything is good with us. Hope all is well with you, Rod. What's happening? So let's get. We're going to do our sponsor read, of course, and then we've got an exciting thing because we're update. We're we're recapping our bets up to this point, our records for the entire season. All right, I've got. I went back through. I listened to the tape. I have myself. I have Nick's, and I have Prop God's record for the whole year. So here we go. As always, we're presented by Diet Smoke. Code Nick and Bean. With an E on the end, we'll get you 20% off. Please use it. Enjoy the products. Delta 8, Delta 9, THC, CBD, pens like Nick has, vapes, gummies, sodas, merch, everything you could ever want. It's delightful. It's not light. It's just right. It's fantastic. We both use it. Everyone uses it. It's fantastic. All right. Code Nick. This and is B. actually the legacy model. Legacy model. There legacy you go. There's, there's new models. The they've, got, they've got those. They've They're got brand new them. stuff. They've got everything. They're better than this one. They're amazing. Code Nick and Bean, Diet Smoke. All right. So, yeah. I went back, Nick. I listened to every yeah. podcast we've done to make sure it was legit. And I've recapped our records for the season. Okay. I am the okay. worst gambler on this show. Let me remind you, I started two and seven. All right. So, recently, <laughs> I've been, I just, I'm just prefacing this with recently. <laughs> recently, I've been great. Okay. Recently, I've been awesome. So for the season, I am 12, 13, and 1, just a game under 500. Nick, you've been great lately as well. You're 12 and 10 on the season. And Prop God, who, just a reminder, I mean, we brought him to you guys, you know, so credit to us, credit to him as well, because he's fantastic. He's 12 and 5, seven games over 500 after a 2 and 0 week last week. I mean, guess what? Though? We're taking credit for those wins too. We're adding him to our to our combined podcast total. If you, if you we're basically doing combine all three of our records, we're the best gamblers there are. I mean, it's just as simple as that. 12, 13, and 1, 12 and 10, 12 and 5. That's your recap. Yeah. It took me a lot of time to do that, and I just said it in 10 yeah. seconds, which makes me sad. But that's where we're at for the season. It was important for the people. It was important for the people to know, get it our was. credibility, our accountability. You're Back so right. Check us. You are so right. Now, fantasy-wise, how was your week? Um, I think I went 2-2. Two and two. I forgot to, to double-check. I'm pretty sure I went 2-2, two and two, though. That it was a abysmal week. A lot of buys, a lot of injuries. Like, I have Justin Jefferson. I have montgomery um a lot a lot of stuff going on there uh, you're getting through on this, by, you're grinding through this middle part of the season i ended up getting high score in the in the tattoo league so that was always that's always a big win whenever i can get a win in either your league or the tattoo league it's a good week so it's a good week two and two on the league yeah all right update on my season i lost i lost one of my undefeated teams okay it was pretty sad i lost it to kyle my future brother-in-law and I'm not going to say I maybe sat a few guys. I don't know. I'm not going to say that. But if other people want to – no, I'm kidding. I, I had no one to play. I, say, I, I, played, all my, <laughs> I played all my guys. Tyreek didn't kill it for me. Either way, he put up the most points league. Shout out to him. I'm 8-1 yeah. in that league. 
that was the the downer for the week. Positive, I've still got two nine and zero teams. I won most points in my league and in my biggest league, my most important league, and I can officially say through week nine of the NFL season, I am in first place in six out of six leagues. Which is nuts. That's like almost unheard of. I don't think I've heard of anyone being like, oh, I'm in first place in every single one of my leagues. I'm going to keep being a good person. I'm going to keep making the right fantasy plays. I'm going to ride it throughout the whole season. Keep doing that shit. It was the one kid he screwed that you know my, my he screwed me for a couple of years there. I had my two worst fantasy seasons ever, and then the second kid. I think it balanced things out in my head, and now we're back. All right, that's enough for the recap. Let's yeah. get in. No one cares about our fantasy football teams, anyways. Let's get into impact players. All right, Nick, yeah. why don't you lead us off? Yeah, I'm ready. I am fully ready to go. Impact player number one is not a player. It's actually a whole side of the ball. We got the Ravens defense, who's been ranked number two on defense overall, just behind the Cleveland Browns. We've got them, oh, in fantasy football, we've got them scoring over 20 points three times, which I shut up. They're the number one fantasy defense. They are the number two, like you said, overall defense, but really they're the best defense as of late. Brendan, what's happening? Let's go. Pod gods in the house. He know We know what the people are here for. They're here for our bets, but we've got to give people the information. Let them know that we are watching these games, at least me, 100% of the games, you, 82% of the games. All right. So the Ravens only given up 20 points three times all season. Is that crazy? They've only given up 20 points three times all year. They're averaging 13.8 points per game against them and only given up 10 touchdowns total all year. They are incredible. Lamar's playing great. They are one of the best teams in the NFL. When we get to prop picks, well, I can say it now. I want to bring you back to a time when we did a preseason podcast, Nick. I gave out two Super Bowl bets, all right? Two. Oh, wait, so you're talking about this year or what? Do you remember? I gave out two Super Bowl um, bets. This year. I gave out this year. It was this year. I gave out the Philadelphia Eagles yes. at eight. At you didn't eight, out the Ravens. Eight. I did. Go listen. I gave out the Philadelphia Eagles at plus 880, and I gave out the Baltimore Ravens at 20 to 1. Currently, yeah. Eagles plus 500, Ravens plus 900. I will bet my entire life that I gave that out on the preseason He's podcast. I'm not, I'm not lying. A uh, prediction – I. We, I think this is a new listener. I mean, this is probably one of Nick's fans, of course. Prediction on the Pats' path to the Super Bowl. Well, Bill Belichick Oof. was strolling out of some girl's house this morning. I don't know if you guys saw the video, but he was taking Did the not. walk of the shame, shirt off, oh, back to his car. Off I mean, he blind. honestly, I think Let's he might have been – he was either in Massachusetts or in Germany already. Go pull it up. I mean, this guy he is a blind. savage. If he can get a new quarterback – Maybe they can win the Super Bowl with him banging out random girls. I mean, that's incredible. All right. Ravens defense, number one. Number two, Nick, this is the impact player, and I'm ready to admit something. C.J. Stroud is better than Bryce Young, and it's not close, and it'll never be close for the rest of time. The debate is over. I love you, Bryce. My sweet prince, you're a great guy, but you're not as good as C.J. Stroud. 470 yards, five touchdowns. He's got this Houston team at four and four, Nick. Nick, look up the video later, all right? You'll see Belichick. Yeah, I got the video. I already got the video. It's on Twitter. Sorry. Anyways. All right. I could it's incredible. That yeah. He's got the Texans right. at four and four. Back. How good is CJ Stroud? 
he's nasty. So I was a doubter early on in the season, like maybe four weeks in. I was like, oh, they played mediocre defenses, yada, yada, yada. Um, they had a press conference, and he was like, I don't know if it was this week or last week. He's like, yeah, I've been feeling good, man. I think we want to throw the ball more. I think he had 40 pass attempts last week, something like that. And the more that he's throwing, the better he's looking. So I think he continues to trend that direction, honestly. And I think they might have found them one in Houston. Yep. Uh, he's fantastic. I, I uh, shamelessly started him in a fantasy league. It was incredible. He, uh, it was a six-point passing touchdown. He had 100 points or so. It was great. All right. Baltimore D, CJ Stroud. Let's get to our resident aerospace engineer. He graduated from the University of Tennessee. He's played all over the league. He's played on every yeah. team already. All right. He rolled in. He got traded to Minnesota on Monday or Tuesday. He rolled in. He didn't know any of the players. He didn't know any of the plays. He was teaching the center his snap cadence on the sideline. Kevin O'Connell is telling him where to throw the ball. He didn't know what he was doing. And what did he do? Guess what? Jaron Hall gets knocked out. Josh Dobbs comes in in the first quarter. We all, prop God will tell you, what did we do when Josh Dobbs came in? He's shaking his head backstage. We live bet the Minnesota Vikings, and it saved my week. It saved my week. I hammered the Minnesota Vikings. Guess what? They won outright, of course, because Arthur Smith's a dodo, board, a dodo bird. And uh, <laughs> because Josh Dobbs is good. I'll read you his stats. 158 yards passing, two touchdowns, 66, and another touchdown on the ground. Great performance by him. You got anything else on Josh Dobbs? Yeah, so what a, what a turnaround for Josh Dobbs. He's at the Arizona Cardinals, and he's benched for a guy named Clayton Toon. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. So I have. <laughs> so he's benched for Clayton Toon, and then he turns around and has a game like that. Honestly, like when you get benched for a guy like that in the league, it could be curtains for you. Remember, remember how I said Nick watches eighty-two percent of the games. This is part of the eighteen percent that he didn't pick up. So I'll clarify. Uh, the reason he was benched for Clayton Toon was because they was they were going to trade him. He still played the last game he was with Arizona. Cause they're because they got a little fin like little finagle in the bagel there. Yeah, so they announced Clayton Toon was going to be the starter, and 24 hours later it was announced Josh Dobbs is getting traded. So if he was still yeah. in Arizona, he would be the starter. Uh we saw what happened with Clayton Toon. He is dog water, and uh Kyler Murray will be back this week. And uh yeah. all right. That's gonna be exciting. Yeah. Yep. All right. Last impact player. He's not a player either. Props to Antonio Pierce. He got the Raiders mm. up against his old team, the Giants, and they smashed the Giants. I mean, the Giants <laughs> are – I almost feel bad for them because you think about it. Coming off last year, they get to the playoffs. They win a playoff game. And coming into the season, you're like, all right, the Giants are probably going to be pretty solid again. The NFC is not that good. And uh, what happens? They're trash. They lose – by 100 opening night to Dallas, and they're terrible. And now Daniel Jones tore his ACL, and they're back to square one. They're a terrible team. Yeah, he just like he came off of a neck injury for two or three weeks and comes back and tears his whole his whole shit. I'm, I feel bad uh, for him. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. Um, they're 17 point dogs this week to Dallas, a divisional game. You don't see that in the NFL very often you might you no, like you 17 points like that's that's saying something that is saying something and that'll wrap up impact players cj stroud ravens defense josh dobbs antonio pierce great week for you four
Now, as much as Nick wanted Cowboys-Giants to be a marquee matchup, it is not a marquee matchup, all right? Because the Giants suck. Now, first marquee matchup. We got some good ones this week. The Cleveland Browns, the number one ranked defense, travel to Baltimore, the number two ranked defense. Baltimore is up to minus six and a half. The over-under is 37 and a half. Give me your analysis, Nick. I was I was locking in a bet. I was oh, locking in a bet live. Live um, pod bets. So okay, so we got we got strength on strength. We've got that Spider-Man meme basically, but one of the Spider-Man is on crystal meth. Uh, <laughs> Saddle defense, we got the number one defense versus number two defense. Then we've got Lamar Jackson versus Deshaun Watson. Uh, both these teams want to run the ball. Both these teams are pretty good at running the ball. One of them down Nick Chubb. So boom, that's a little knock right there. The other one, they're down their running back, but they each year it seems like so J.K. Dobbins has had a terrible luck with the injury thing, and he's gone down a bunch the last couple of years, and they seem to just do what they do with any number of running backs, Keaton Mitchell, Justice Hill, Gus Edwards. It doesn't matter who you put, it doesn't matter who you put back there. Um, with Lamar Jackson, they're getting like, they're getting yards every game. Lamar is looking solid. The offense as healthy as, as can be. And I think they get it done. I bet this team minus six, it's now at minus six and a half. That's going to be a pod pack pod pick later. The Ravens. I love to hear it. Uh, you just spoiled it for the people, but that's all right. Uh, if I'm betting again, the Ravens burned me last week. I took the Seahawks. I am staying far away from this game. If I had to lean aside, it'd probably be the Browns, so that's good for your Raven Ravens bet. All right, yeah. next game, Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud traveling to Cincinnati. Cincinnati, same spread, minus 6.5. 10 more points on the over-under, though, 47.5. And, and I'll tell you what, Jamar Chase banged up. T. Higgins, T. Higgins banged up as well. They're both yeah. going to play for sure. They'll both end up playing, but, you know, who knows what's going to happen. This is... I'm sensing a theme this week, Nick, and it scares me because there's too many easy teaser legs. And we kind of talked about this before the pod, but these two first games are screaming, tease me, tease me. Bengals minus six and a half, Ravens minus six and a half. What's going on here? I don't think that's a bad thing. The teasers have done really, no, the teasers have done really well this year. Uh, The totals are down, so these points are valuable. Um, Teasers are just, Teasers are up, man. Teasers are up. Yeah. And these are home right. favorites. There's a reason there's like a reason. That. There's a reason why they do this. And I am very sketched this week. I am my radar is up. I will tell you this. Hold on one second. So I think T. Higgins with the hamstring, I think that is was precautionary. I think he's like close to 100%. Jamar Chase is banged up. I think the bet, if I were to bet something, I got to wait for it to come out, would be maybe Bengals first half. Because I feel like they just try to run it up and make sure that Jamar Chase does not have to play like 50 snaps this game. All right. Um, I would lean the underdog in this game too. This could, I don't know what's going to happen. This week's going to be one of two things. It's either going to be these, these favorites are just going to win every game or it's going to be a bloodbath like it was a few weeks ago. Um, But yeah, I mean, since he, I mean, you look at them last week, they own the bills. First of all, they, they match up with the bills very well. 
They they know how to scheme against Josh Allen. The Bills cannot stop them. They absolutely cannot stop Joe Burrow since he is one of the best teams in the NFL right now. They're coming into form. They're all the way back to five and four. They're the last team anyone wants to play right now. Okay, they look great. That's what I'll say about that game. I'm not betting that game either, but it's a great one. Uh, all right, yeah, another another doozy, Nick. San Francisco 49ers traveling to Jacksonville. I got to get the updated line on this. I think nope. Still minus three and a half for the Niners. The over-under is 45 and a half. Debo's back. Trent Williams might be back. Have we confirmed that? Yeah. Confirmed? No, nah, uh, so he didn't. He's not officially back. He was uh, limited in practice, but um, I think he's trending in the right direction is what was what whispers are saying through the beat writers. Got it. And if I'm not mistaken, San Francisco's lost three in a row. Is that correct? Yeah. I believe so. Did, did, Fact check are they it. coming off a bye? Are they coming Either, off a bye? They are coming off a bye. Either way, they were five and zero. They're five and three. I believe they lost three in a row. I could be wrong. They might have won one, lost one in there, but I believe that's right. Dangerous spot for Jacksonville. Danger. This game is the Dangerous toughest game on. This is the toughest game on the card uh, because Jacksonville looks great. They've won five in a row. They're the hottest team. San Francisco's lost a few in a row. Uh, Everyone is going to probably be taking, let's see, the hot team, you think? Or are they going to go with San Francisco and lay the points? I really think you're going to see a lot of money come in and bet the Jacksonville Jaguars getting three and a half, coming off a few wins. What do you think, Nick? It's a lot of points to come in and bet the San Francisco on the road. They're going West Coast to East Coast, but I don't think it really counts like that because they're coming off the bye um Debo Samuel's back like you said uh there was this chart I was seeing earlier it was like percentage uh wide receiver separation versus percentage of throws to open receivers and Brock Purdy's like an outlier on the chart where um I don't think his his receivers are getting hella separation and he's not throwing to very many contested uh contested throws so so I I'm, think I'm looking that, right now. EJ, what's happening, bro? Yeah, we, we're going hatless tonight. We're embracing the hairlines. Let's go. My shit. I need to start taking something. I'm thinning out a little in the front. Now, I see the public is betting the 49ers, but all the big money, 70% of it has come in on the Jaguars, kind of like I thought. And this game I'm is I'm staying tough. away from the game is what I would say, but I'm like three and a half is a lot. If anything, I would take the Jaguars and tease them up. Now, I will tell you this right now. Brock Purdy, I flip back. He may be a garbage man. He may not be in the NFL next year. I'll say it right now. (laughs) Beginning of the season, I told you he was terrible. Then I told you he was good. I think I'm back to him being terrible. And I was listening to a podcast today. And, uh, yeah, yeah, Sin City, yeah, what? Relax over there, brother. But I was listening to a podcast today. And, uh, yeah, someone said that if Tua and Brock Purdy switch places, the offenses on both teams would be the same. And that is the most ridiculous comment in the history of sports talk, all right? Tua is a great quarterback if he can stay healthy. Brock Purdy is a fucking game manager who can barely hit. He does not anticipate. He does not throw into tight spaces. He does not know the game of football. All he does is dump it off the Kittle and Debo, all right? Tua leads the league in air yards. He's he's such he's such on a different level than Purdy. Now, obviously, 
take the concussion stuff into play because if he gets fucking knocked out, he gets knocked out. But skill-wise, he's a million times better. Sin City, you're waiting on us to talk about the overrated Dolphins. Well, we're on a bye this week. You know, we we lost to the Chiefs. We easily <laughs> could have won that game. Uh, we're still 6-3. and three. We're first in the AFC East. I don't think we're overrated. What do you think, Nick? I don't think we're overrated. We're the number one. We're rated number one offense in basically every statistic. Um, I will say though that there might be uh, there might be something too. We haven't had that step up win where we're like, okay, this team might be better than you guys. This team is one of the best teams in the league. Go out there and beat them because that's what you need to do if you want to win a Super Bowl or something like that. We haven't done that, but we're six and three. There's no reason to hit the panic button. It's a good team, and I don't think that. Uh, Coming into the season, it was not like the outlook on this team was Super Bowl or bust or something. It wasn't like, oh, is this the year the Dolphins win the Super Bowl? You know what I mean? So I think they go into the playoffs. If they get a playoff win, I think that's still a successful season for this team. I'm not saying. Here's what happens on ESPN these days in sports media. We win three games to start the year. They crown us. The Dolphins are the best offense ever. Tua's the MVP, yada, yada, yada. We're not saying that. That is the that's the ESPN. That's Stephen A. Smith losing his fucking mind. Then we lose a couple games. I mean, what did we lose? 21-14 to the Chiefs? Was I mean our defense actually yeah. looked good? We're not saying we're the best team in the, the fucking Chiefs NFL. Offense, the Chiefs offense scored 14 points. You take away that Tyreek fumble six, the, okay. the, the game looks a little different. Exactly. Tua did crumble at the end. Tua crumbled at the end. He had I want to hear from Sin, like hear from Sin City in the chat. If any other team is on the other side of the game, that Tyreek fumble, which go watch the play, he never even caught the ball. It was not a fumble. They didn't review it. It was a scoring play. They they did not review it. If any other team is on the other side besides the Chiefs, Sin City can know this. What happened last year in the AFC title game? They fucking frauded the Bengals out of that game. The Chiefs should have never won that game. It was the worst refereed game in the history of the NFL. I'll stand by that. They let Mahomes replay a third down when he didn't get it. He, they let him replay the entire down. Never happened before. Bengals should have won that game. The Tyreek play should not have been a fumble. We should have got a field goal before the half. Either way, it's in the past. The Finns, we are a really good team. We're not a, We're not an elite team. I would put the Bengals above us. I would put the Chiefs above us. And uh, I'd probably put the Eagles above us as well. So let's see if we can get to the playoffs. Let's continue to get that defense better. Um, but, yeah, we got to win a big game. We haven't won a big game. Big deal. we got to win a big game. You're, talk- I don't know if you're I talking to two guys who fucking grew up with Jay Fiedler and, Brian, you know, these dog water quarterbacks who were terrible. This is all, this is all good for us right now. This is all good, but I don't know if I would put. Uh, I don't know if I'd put the Bengals ahead of us. Don't don't guess it. All right, I probably would. Uh, all right, <laughs> next game, New Orleans laying two and a half at Minnesota. We just talked about Josh Dobbs. Over unders forty one and a half. Saints defense obviously really good. Alvin Kamara great player. Derek Carr as a favorite probably not. We don't make excuses in Cincinnati. <laughs> they. Ne- I don't think they've ever won anything. They they have won I don't think they have. They no, okay, that's they what I thought. All right. I don't think they've ever I don't think they've ever even won a champ nothing. Uh, they might have a I don't know though. I don't know. Maybe maybe they've won something. Definitely I don't think they've won they a Super won a Bowl. Super I'd have Bowl. the fact check. No. Oh, okay. All right. Pipe down then. So Saints defense is good. Kamara's good. It'd be tough to bet against this Josh Dobbs magic right now, though. What do you think? 
Um, Josh Dobbs. I feel like the tape isn't really out on him. Ah, he did play. He, did, he got some burn in Cincinnati. The tape probably is out on him. I think Cincinnati has their way. Not Cincinnati. I think <laughs> I'm stuck on Cincinnati. I think New Orleans has their way. Their defense is tight. Uh, Minnesota is not whole way too much in continuity on that team right now. Uh, they might have that shocker like, wow, like da 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 da. They're putting magic together. I don't think magic like that can run for very long. Um, Saints hold them. I don't believe the, the total's very high on that team or on that uh, game. Maybe, maybe you tease Minnesota, but I think the variance is too high to even bet on Minnesota right now. Got it. All right. Last game on the slate for our marquee matchups. I will give my analysis during the pod picks because I do have this game. We got Detroit Lions laying three and a half at L.A., which is really not anywhere because they don't have any fans. Give me your thoughts on this game. Over-under is one of the biggest. I think it's the biggest of the week, 48 and a half. EJ, I know. I got. We got to talk to Randy again, the Shaw fade of the week. You know what happened, EJ? The problem was he started – his pick started winning, so we had to just cut him off. <laughs> he had went through a phase <laughs> where everything he picked lost, but I think he got so in his head that they started winning. But I will look into getting that back. Give me your thoughts on this game, Nick. So Detroit is fully healthy. I think they're getting the guard back. I don't know his, his name, like Connor or something or other. Um, Montgomery is back. Jameer Gibbs is coming off that big game. I don't think that – I think that game was fluky kind of outlier. I think Jameer Gibbs is a good player, but I think they can use Montgomery in that backfield to steady that thing. Uh, uh, Chargers you, uh, defense. Wait, hold on. Do you maybe possibly carry – maybe have David Montgomery in like two of your fantasy teams? In one, on one. Okay, all right. So is that affecting your thoughts of uh, settling down and giving Montgomery the ball more? Get Montgomery, he's steady. Two oh, what yards about, a chunk. Well, yeah, two yards, exactly. Two yards Gibbs, coming off. Keep, Gibbs had a, like 200 him, total yards. Feeding him, baby. Just keep feeding him. Uh, um, too funny. Anyways, you got a side in so, this game? So I like Detroit at minus two, but it's out to minus three right now. So yeah. I guess I three keep and my a half. eye on it if back down oh, three and a half oh, okay yeah i can't do three and a half if it's two and a half i like it i love it um i can't do either of them uh, stay away from me marquee matchups are done we've we've gotten a little out of hand here sin city you know he's rattling us a little i'm not gonna say we're got us off the rails you know dolphins have a good team for the first time in a hundred years you know we're just can we be happy a little bit all right bring in the person who gives us even more happiness than the Dolphins. And that's the best gambler on planet Earth, Andrew Bedick, also known as the Prop God, also known as Mr. 12 and 5. How you feeling, brother? I'm feeling great. I, uh, you know, listening backstage, I, I was I was thinking, and I wanted to, to do things a little bit differently this week because what? I'm taking notes during the podcast of like, I got to respond to this. I got to respond to that. So Ooh, I just, this is juicy. I just jotted some notes on my phone that, that I go through with you guys. Okay. So first thing on the list is shame on you being for your Brock, Brock Purdy. Of course, okay. give it to me. Brock Purdy is a legend. All right. And when we look at Super Bowl teams, like, I feel like they always have this little stretch randomly in the middle of the year where they like 
lose a few games in a row or something, you know, like the fatigue wears in before the bye, and then they get hot riding into the playoffs. So for me, Possibly. I think the Niners are at that point where like, this is their low. They've been through the adversity. They've, they've been through the trenches and they're, they're going back up, you know? Uh, did they lose three in a row? Was that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Lane. Oh, Nick, uh, EJ is asking if we could talk about college football. We're going to put that on the back burner. Uh, he says Lane is here to make the people money. George is probably going to beat them by 50 EJ. This is the cl- <laughs> this is the classic game where Georgia just shits down Ole Miss's throat. I believe the line is ten and a half, but I will say also I don't follow college like I do the pros. Back to schedule. Keep going, Beatick. No, same. Like Ole Miss, isn't there QB Jackson Dart? Is that the Ole Miss QB? Yes. Because that's just the most badass name for a quarterback possible. You it know? works. It it's works. Just, I see it's that a name. Good name. I like betting on this team, but yeah, college college isn't isn't my thing. I follow it, but uh, not not on the podcast for me. Uh, okay, second thing here is I would love to go back to the overall records. You know, as a team, yeah. as being said, we're hitting like sixty percent, sixty five percent. Incredible. Yeah, but I really think the podcast is at its best when we have Bean and Nick kind of going at each other a little bit. You know, we've got Nick claiming that he has this record. We've got Bean jabbing at him. There's no way. So I'd like to just throw out a question for the listeners. You know, respond on Instagram, respond in the chat. I want to know who's going to have a better rest of the season. Nick? Or being all right. Let's let's hear Fair. what people have to say, and let's get the results. All right. Can we make a poll? We might be able to make a poll. Yeah. yeah let's figure. Yeah. We'll yeah. make one on Instagram. We'll make a poll yeah, on Instagram yeah. and put it on our story. Would love to right. hear. Um. All right. All right. Last thing, we'll get into prop picks. I promise. Okay. Josh Dobbs. I. This guy was was a jag. He was just another guy. Never liked him. And he went to Arizona and and watching him. And it was like, who is this guy? They were losing games, but like he was playing well and he was playing hard and he impressed me and Bean. So yep. again, as Bean mentioned during that, that game last week where he came in, you know, he's on the, the sideline with the offensive linemen doing the, the snap cadences, making sure they're, they're all on the same page. Um, but I'm going to say this is a guy I've completely changed my mind on this year. The tape is out, and we're buying Josh Dobbs. Love it. I, I am in total agreement. And uh, what I'm in even more agreement of is you going 2-0 last week. You're 12-5. and And the most impressive part about the 2-0 is that we stayed away from Brandon Aubrey, and Brandon Aubrey didn't hit. So nobody knows Brandon Aubrey better than his wife, number one, and prop god, number two. And I am excited to hear, I think you have four, three or four more picks this week, and I think you said they were all kicking picks. Is that correct? Yeah, like we're doing so well on these kicking props. Like it, it's all I looked at this week. Like how could we not, you know? And, and yeah, we stayed, oh, away. We stayed away from Aubrey. 
We stayed yep. away from Bucker, one of our yep. guys. He didn't hit one. We stayed away from Jason Myers. He didn't hit either. Like, you know, we're, we're staying away from the guys when, when they don't hit, and we're taking guys when they do. And we took Dustin Hopkins. We, we've never taken him. We took he's young trash. Wei, we took Young Way Koo. He's never been a prop pick, I don't think. He Young Way Koo hit in the first quarter, I believe. It was both, either the yeah, both of them first half. You know, it, it, it was, was incredible. Yeah, we were so pumped watching. So let's get into it. I'm gonna start with the obvious one here. We're back to Brandon Aubrey. <laughs> Got it. Let's go. Let's go. 19 for 19 on the year. He has hit six of eight games where he's hit over one and a half field goal. So he's hit two field goals in six out of eight games this year. And both times he missed, we didn't take him. So the first prop of the week is Brandon Aubrey over one and a half field goals. Uh, yeah, this is, this should be a familiar. Enough said. Oh, Enough yeah. said boys. Yeah. Right. They're, they're favored by like 13. The Cowboys are playing at home. 17, 17. Yeah, at home versus the Giants, like he he may have six field goals this game. So that's that's prop pick number one. Okay, prop pick number like, two. Which can I guess more, this? Yeah, go for it. Jason Myers. He, he was going to be number three, but the order doesn't matter. Yeah, make him number two, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Jason Myers. The Seahawks are playing the Commanders. Jason Myers over one and a half field goals. Love it. He's made 12 of his last 13. The commanders give up like the third or fourth most field goals in the league against opposing kickers. Um, And we have the hard rock app. Now we can look at, at odds already. He's plus one Oh five. So, Oh my God. Yeah. Get on that. I want to say this. This is, one disclaimer on Myers, okay? We're doing this on a Thursday. We can't predict the weather on Sunday, and it's possible rain in that game. Sunday when you okay. guys wake up, go on, check out the weather, and if we're seeing torrential downpour, you guys have benefits. Yeah, stay. Yeah. The three of us, we're in right now. We're committing on the podcast. Oh, but yeah. For the listeners – you know, wait till Sunday on that one and, and just make sure, you know, it's not a hurricane or something in Seattle. Aubrey Myers, give us number three. Number three, our, our, we, we haven't really taken this guy this year because he's missed a couple. But our favorite opera singer, our favorite piano player, our favorite, what is he, an engineer or something? Uh, I don't our, think so, but a renaissance man. A renaissance man. We're taking Justin Tucker over one and a half field goals. Okay. That, that I will tell everyone right now. If you, you have some equity in your home, if <laughs> you have an account <laughs> with some money in it, you made some money on some stocks, withdraw it. Put it into the Hard Rock app. No, I'm kidding. I'm lying. Keep going, Peter. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm kind of with you. Same on that, man. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's minus one twenty on Hard Rock. Um, yeah, that's fair. Last, it should be. It should yeah, be. He's he's <laughs> attempted three field goals the last four times they've played the Browns, um, and 
14 of the last 18 matchups against the Browns, he's attempted three field goals. So I, he he's not missing anymore. He had a little bit of a slump. He's back. The weather is great in Baltimore. So Justin Tucker over one and a half field goals. That is going to be the third one. All right. And yeah, the last pick of the week is going to be Chris Boswell, the Steelers kicker, the Boz. Okay. The Boz. (laughs) They're playing the Packers in Pittsburgh and we're taking him over one and a half field goals. Okay. Why the Boz? Why the Boz? He's great. He has attempted two field goals in nine of his last 11 games. Okay. Like, okay. How are we getting these, like, even payouts on these bets where these kickers are consistently hitting this? Again, nine out of his last 11. I, I'm, okay. I just don't get it. So you would think they would adjust the line. Yeah. And like, oh, maybe he's missing kicks, right? Like, he's made 14 of his last 15 kicks. He's been great. He's been really good. Yeah, the Packers give up like the sixth most field goals in the league to opposing kickers. And I expect the Steelers like to be up in this game, winning this game. Like I'm out on the Packers, but I think their red zone defense is good. Um, so Chris Boswell over one and a half field goals. That is the fourth prop God pick of the week. We're five and five, 12 and five, two and oh last week, two and one the week before, two and oh the week before that, 12 and five. If I didn't mention that, I mean, nobody's 12 and five, nobody bets that good. Brandon Aubrey, Justin Tucker, Jason Myers, and Chris Boswell over one and a half. We appreciate you, brother. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Love you guys. See you guys next week. All right, Nick. People are talking. Who's going to be the better, better? Me, you. Well, smart minds, smart money, sharp money would be on me. The public would probably be on you. So we'll see how that goes. Now, pod picks, baby. First one. Let's get right into it. Yeah. I I really – I don't know if I – what I did was, obviously, I'm looking at the money. Where's the money going, all right? Everyone is betting Detroit. I don't think the Chargers are going to win this game, but they always lose these games by a field goal at the end. So I'm going to take the three and a half points with Justin Herbert, who always chokes in crunch time. But I'm going to take the take the three and a half points. They'll be down by three with a minute and a half left. Herbert back to pass. Interception. Game over. We cover. They lose. Give me your first pod pick. We've seen that story too many times. So the first one I gave away a little t- uh, hint earlier. Yes, you did. Ravens, <laughs> Ravens minus six and a half. I expect them to handle uh, the Browns. The total in that game isn't very high. Uh, I think they handle it. I love that. Um, gave my reason. Because I, I love it because I don't love it. You know, I, I think the Browns are the play, so the Ravens will probably be the play. Second bet of the week. This one is one of the most public games of the week. Everyone is betting it. Minus six and a half for the Seattle Seahawks. Geno Smith, not the best year, but still pretty good. Washington traded away players. They look like crap. But what did they do last week? They beat the Patriots. They're still playing football. 90% of the money right now is sitting on the Seattle Seahawks. Give me the 
the hold your nose, close your eyes, don't watch the game, play of the week. Washington Commanders Redskins football team plus six and a half. <laughs> That's the play. Nice. You hate it, but remember, if these bets aren't making you guys uncomfortable, they're probably not going to win. Go ahead, Nick. My next one is a teaser. So we've got the Raiders up against the New York Jets. The, the Raiders defense – I'm sorry, not the Raiders defense. The Raiders defense is not good. The Jets defense is not good. But guess what? The Jets offense is not good. And the Raiders, def, the Raiders offense is actually pretty solid. So I like them teased up to plus six. And I, I paired that with the Bengals. I believe they have an easy, easy matchup against the the Texans defense, especially if T. Higgins and Jamar Chase go. I don't think the Houston Texans can match up with them. Um, the Texans offense will continue to probably have success, but that's why you protect that with a teaser to minus one, minus one and a half, something like that. So Bengals. No, you're actually Raiders. so you're gonna get you're actually gonna get plus six and a half with the Raiders, and you're gonna yep. get minus a half with the Bengals so it's just to win the game work I love it so just so everyone knows these are going to be the legs this week the Bengals the Bills the Ravens and the Seahawks everyone's going to be teasing them just a warning be careful because one or two of those is probably going to lose now my last bet of the week is my favorite bet okay this bet is going to hit I can feel it in my bones okay (laughs) Josh Allen is going to score a lot of points this Monday night. He is going to come back. He's going to show everyone that the Bills are for real. Over 27 and a half points for the Buffalo Bills at home against the Broncos. Okay? 28 points. They will score. They always score that many points. Maybe not last week, but they always score points. They're going to score 28 points. That is my best bet of the week. My three are Washington plus the points, the Bills over the team total, and the Chargers plus the points. Go ahead, Nick. I like it. I like it. No, that was my last bet, that teaser leg. Okay, perfect. Five bets total, plus four from the prop god. Let's get to the fantasy corner. Now, good news for the people. Nick did win FanDuel last week. He had a great week. He put up 130 points, and we are 7-2 and on the year now. And it's making it uh, – I'm proud of you. I'm really proud of you. Give me your roster. <laughs> My Celebrate. roster is right. Yeah, I'll celebrate. My roster is right here. So I've got Jared Goff. I expect him to have success against that Chargers uh, defense. Tony Pollard, who I expect to have great success against the Giants defense. Keaton Mitchell I picked up for the low. Um, not sure. He, he had a midweek injury, but we'll see. He should be good. Amon Ross, St. Brown stacked with Goff, Jordan Addison in mini, Zay Flowers, Baltimore I like to kill, Uh, Sam Laporta, the tight end slot, playing against the Chargers defense stacked with my quarterback, TJ Hawkinson, and Green Bay Packers. So, yeah, I think Minnesota has good offensive um, production, and those guys are going to get funneled a lot of the balls based off their injuries. All right, and you know what? We should have really led the show with this, but good news to Florida. The Hard Rock Sports Betting app is back. In-person gambling will be live at the Hard Rock. They already have the sports book set up December 10th, I believe, or 11th. Along with that, there's going to be live roulette and live craps going in. It is just a day to celebrate. Now, my FanDuel team, he didn't write back. 
He may have forgotten to write this season, but Geno Smith against Washington. Two running backs. I got I got some Washington. Kenneth Walker, Aaron Jones, receivers, C.D. Lamb, T. Higgins, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. I got Sam Laporta as well at the tight end. Jalen Warren in the flex, and I spent up because I think they're going to score some points. But Cowboys defense at 5,200 against the Giants. I think that uh, they got they probably got to put up 20 points to be good, but I think they can do it. EJ, that is correct. Live roulette going in. Hollywood, Hard Rock, the Guitar Hotel is going to have it, and live craps. It's going to be fucking incredible. It's a month away. And the sports book, they have this huge sports bar that they made right now. They've got blackjack tables in it. They're pulling out the tables, and they're putting in a legit sports book. It is an incredible day. Nick, great podcast. Little off, we went a little off the rails there with Sin City. You know, Joe Burrow. When you have Joe Burrow, you just say anything because he backs you up. But great <laughs> podcast. We're going to look to continue our winning ways. We'll see everyone next week. Peace out. Peace.